0: I love Christmas jumpers. Christmas jumpers are brilliant, and I love dressing up, or kids dressing up for Christmas. That's always fun. Um, But I do like nativity scenes as well. You can see a kind of a a wooden nativity scene at the front, quite a simple one. Um, Has anyone uh, seen a nativity play yet this year? Yeah? Has has anyone been in one? Kids, have you been in one? Yeah? Yeah? So my nephews are going to be in one next Saturday, so Christmas Eve, which I'm going to be back home for, which is very exciting. Um, and, um, but nativ- nativity scenes are great. But what you'll notice, if you so uh, wished to notice, um, is that there's only animals in the nativity scene at the moment. Um, we need some people. So I have um, a box. This is not a very Christmassy box, I admit. Um, but it is the box that my sister's Christmas present came in. So it's kind of Christmassy. Does that count? That counts. Um, so I'm going to need a volunteer, maybe Leo, because you're here first. Do you want to pick out one of these? You've got to look for the present that's got a number one on it, okay? Yeah. You right? number one? Okay, so stick your hand in there. See if you can find the number one. Oh, is that number one? First time. Do you want to open it up? Yeah? Yeah. But well, don't go anywhere. <laughs> Happy Christmas. Ooh, That's it. Can you manage? Oh, yeah, put that down. Yes. Good job. Okay, who do you think this is in the Christmas story? Who could that be? I think it's Mary. That's a very good guess. There we go. I didn't make these. Uh, This is not what I've been doing in the week. Um, Let's put Mary in here. So Mary's obviously really important in the Christmas story. Can anyone, so it can be a kid or an adult, especially if you've been to a nativity nativity play uh, this week or the last couple of weeks, how does Mary start the story? So what happens to Mary in the start of the story what things do you remember yeah they, yeah Mary rode on a donkey that's right so they went to an inn and yeah that's right so alright even before then so before the donkey what, what happened to Mary there was a couple of important things before the, before the donkey what do you reckon go on you've only seen a nativity scene already yes go for it what do you think not a trick question yeah. And this angel yes, an angel comes to Mary Excellent, top marks Do you remember what the angel says? You're going to have a baby called Jesus That is exactly right Good knowledge, you've obviously memorised the story very well So an angel, angel Gabriel Comes to Mary and says Mary you're going to have a, a child You're going to have a boy um, called Jesus Okay that's quite an important part of the story So who else have we got? Who else could we be in the story? Does anyone else want to come and open up one of these? Who wants to come up? Yeah, do you want to come up? You can, okay, you need to look for, Oh, you can come the next time. Do you want to look for number two? Or pick one out and see if you get number two. What number is that? Four, no. Number two, keep going. I wouldn't put it back in. What number is that? Number two. Great, do you want to open that up? Right, who might that be? If we've just done Mary, who's next? In the story? Yeah, no, Joseph was a very good guess. Where should we put Joseph? Next to Mary there? What do you reckon? Great, thank you so much. You can take a seat. So there's Mary and Joseph. Does anyone remember what happens to Joseph near the beginning of the story? What do you reckon? Yeah, just shout out. What do you think? What happens to Joseph? Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, how did jo- So Mary told Joseph that she was going to have a baby. How did Joseph feel about that? Was Joseph really happy? Really sad? How, how did he feel? Yeah? No, he was, well, It's kind of surprised, isn't he? Maybe a bit scared. Yeah, so what happened to Joseph that changed his mind? Which I can, yeah? Yeah, so he had to go to Bethlehem. So what what changed Joseph's mind? So if he was a bit surprised and shocked when Mary was pregnant, what, what changed his mind? Do you remember the story? It's not often in a nativity play, actually, this bit. Yeah, Hannah. He did have a dream, and who came to his dream? Another angel, that's right. So an angel came into a dream and said to Joseph, don't be afraid, Mary's having a baby and you'll call him Jesus. That's really important. Okay, great. So we've got another someone else. Did Did you want to come out? Did you want to come and do this one? Come and do this one. Okay, you're looking for number three. This is a very technical way of numbering. Chronological order. So number three, is that number three? Yeah. Perfect. Right, do you want to open that one? Oh, you're good at opening. Okay, who might this be? So we've had Mary, we've had Joseph. Both had angels visit them and talk to them. It's a sheep and a shepherd. A sheep and a shepherd. Top marks. Thank you so much. We'll put those this side, shall we? There we go. So that's our nativity scene built up. So we've had Mary and Joseph, and there is a sheep... And a shepherd, now what happened to the shepherds? That's kind of an easy question, isn't it? what, what happened to the shepherds? What do you reckon? Anyone want to shout out? It's not a trick question. <clears throat> oh yeah, Kayla, sorry, I didn't see your hand there. What happened to the shepherds? They got of the angel. Yeah, so an angel came in, they got scared. And remember what the angel said? Anyone? What what did the angel say? Right, exactly right. Don't be afraid. A baby's been born in Bethlehem. That's right. Good news of great joy. And then the whole sky is filled with, with what? Filled with angels. That's right. And they were singing. And then, and then what did the shepherds do? They went to Bethlehem and they visited Jesus, which is why they're in the nativity scene. So, that's nativity scene is looking a lot better there. I'm a lot more happy about that. That's good. Um, one thing maybe, like when you look at the story or read the story of this nativity scene one thing that is said to each of those three groups of people so to mary to joseph and to the shepherds is is just a simple four-word sentence four words are said to so all of those groups of people do you know what it is do not be afraid do not be afraid so mary, this angel angel gabriel appears to mary and says you have found favor with god and she's scared and Gabriel says do not be afraid. Joseph is very fearful about what's happened to Mary about the shame of his uh, fiance essentially being pregnant, but an angel comes in the dream and says, "Joseph, do not be afraid." And the, the angels appear to the shepherds and they are dead scared. And what does the angel say? "Do not be afraid." So really interesting, just four words, really important words in every Christmas story that you hear. I wonder what things you're afraid of. Um, I'm afraid of heights and I'm afraid of snakes. At least they're the two things that I'll tell you about that I'm afraid of. But they're the two things, anything higher than standing on a chair I struggle with and any kind of snake or slithery thing I'm not interested at all, thank you very much. But maybe some of you are scared of those things as well. You would be very normal if you are. And maybe some of you, maybe kids, maybe you're scared of the dark. Maybe sometimes if you're uh, in your house and it's dark or at night, dark can be quite scary, can't it? Um, But what about, what other things can we be scared of? What about um, about being scared of exams? Exams are quite scary, aren't they? Maybe some of you older ones have got exams coming up in January or the summer and and you can be quite scared of exams. Um, I won't ask for uh, kind of, who, who is scared of this? But um, just think in your head, maybe some of you here are scared of your January credit card bill. It's quite a scary thing to be, uh, a big thing to be scared of, isn't it? Your credit card bill that's coming in January. Um, maybe some of you here just feel real fear about, about Brexit or about Trump or about being ill. Uh, maybe some of you are really scared just about 2017. You know, we're getting to the end of another year, aren't we? It's the end of 2016, 2017 is in a couple of weeks' time, and maybe some of you are really scared of that. Maybe it's the darkness of not knowing what's happening in the next year. There's lots of things to be scared about, and also there's lots of places where we can look and try to get hope in that fear, isn't there? Maybe for some of us, especially at Christmas time with fear of 2017 coming up, maybe we try and, and hide that fear. By by buying lots of stuff, or by kind of buying lots of stuff for ourselves, or for having this big kind of blowout Christmas party, maybe some of us will try and hide that fear or look for hope in New Year's resolutions. We we'll say, "Okay, this year I don't know what's happening, but this year I'm going to find hope in doing this or stopping that." And, but those things don't really work, do they? I think back to this time last year. Didn't you make New Year's resolutions this time last year? 2015 into 2016, and you thought, "Well, I'm fearful of the next year, so I'm going to do these things to make next year better, and we're a year ahead and nothing's changed." See, those things don't really work. But the Christmas message, this nativity scene message, gives us those four key words: Do not be afraid. There is a Christmas answer to the problem of being afraid of, of whatever it is you're afraid of. Do not be afraid. And the Christmas answer is four words as well. Do not be afraid, because God is with us. We've got one more thing to open. Nolan, do you want to come and open this one, buddy? See if you can find it. There's one thing in the box. Good lads. You're dressed up as well. What are you dressed up as? As a shepherd. Are you a shepherd? Oh, mate, that is amazing. Do you want to put? Can you put your hand in there? Can you get something out? Like this the last thing in here. I wonder if you can guess, kids. What? What is in this final thing? What do you think it could be? What are we missing? Let's see. Now, Lindell's going to open it for us. Can you manage? Ooh, that's a bit ringy. You met? Oh, to help you. There we go. Can you take that out? All right, what, what is that, Nolan? It's baby, it's baby Jesus. That's right. Thank you so much. Shall we put him in here? Put him by Mary and Joseph, shall we? There you go. So that, the baby Jesus is, was obviously the thing missing um, from the nativity scene. And that is really the key to this, whole Christ, to this whole Christmas message. Do not be afraid, for God is with us. That's Jesus. Um, one of the carols that we sung the other week, you've, maybe you've, you've heard it on the radio, maybe you've sung it a few times, A Little Town of Bethlehem. The first verse, it says this, and I've written it down so I get it right. Uh, the first, at the end of the first verse, it says, uh, In thy dark streets shineth... You can probably complete the, uh, the sentence here. In thy dark streets shineth the everlasting light. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. It's a great line which fits with this whole, do not be afraid, God is with us. it in Bethlehem, in this nativity scene where Jesus is born, Emmanuel, which means God with us, God with us is born. And all the hopes and fears that you might have about 2017, all the hopes and fears that you've had over this 2016 year, all those hopes and fears are met in this scene in Bethlehem where Jesus was born. Because Jesus comes into our world, into our mess, uh, to save us and to rescue us. Uh, my favourite TV show, um, on one of its Christmas shows, <clears throat> they told this um, story. And it's not original with them, I don't think, but let me just tell you this story as we finish this talky bit. Um, <clears throat> so he talks about the story of this guy who falls into a hole. And the hole is it's, it's deep and it's too steep, he can't get out. So, obviously, he's, he's feeling pretty scared being in this hole. And after a little bit of time, this guy walks past, this doctor walks past the hole. And our friend in the hole shouts up and says, Hey, doc, can you, can you help me get out of this hole? The doctor looks at him, writes a prescription, and throws it into the hole. A little bit of time later, um, our friend in the hole looks up and he sees a priest walking by the hole. He says, Father, please, can you help me get out of this hole? And the priest looks at him, writes out a prayer, throws it into the hole. Even longer goes by, and uh, our friend in the hole is looking up, and he sees one of his friends walk past the hole. He goes, hey, Joe, can you help me get out of this hole? His friend Joe looks down the hole and jumps in. Jumps into the hole. And our original guy says, mate, what are you doing? You've just, now we're both stuck in this hole. And his friend says, yeah, that's true. But I've been in this hole before, and I know the way out. So there's something in that story that is very similar to the Christmas story. Because Jesus is not some God that is distant and far away from us. Jesus, the baby and the man that he grew into, is Emmanuel, is God with us. And he comes into our hole, into our fears, into the hopes that we have, into the things that we're scared for. And he says, do not be afraid. But God is with us. So whether you're in the dark, um, the literal dark, whether you're uh, in the darkness about what's coming up in 2017, uh, whether you feel that darkness and fear about your credit card bill that's going to come in a month's time, do not be afraid. Why? Because God is with us. That's the Christmas story. That's true because of Christmas. That's true because Jesus, God's son, was born. Born into, come into our hole, into our mess to rescue us.